who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. Welcome to My Vagina, I'm Jesse Karen. And this is Rebecca Frank, and here we are again, having a recurrent historical, hysterical, and infuriating conversation about our lives as vagina-having organisms. All content made up on the spot, but probably researched. Just kidding, fools, it's definitely researched. Today, on this release, is Tuesday, June 23rd. And what day is that, Jesse? It's the day to vote. It's the day that you should vote. You should please vote. Please vote. Please vote. This is the in New York Democratic primaries because our primaries got pushed back because of the coronavirus. Yes. Um, but there is a ton at stake. One of those things being hmm, uh, more people talking about the extension of our unemployment benefits after July 31st. <laughs> <laughs> Not that these people will actually do that, but whatever. I need that. We need that. We, we need, need it. that. It's like all I can I'm, think about. Uh, yeah, I'm not going back to work anytime soon. I can't. I work at music venues. What am I going to fucking do? <laughs> I know. It's crazy. What are they going to do? Draw a circle like six feet away from everybody that comes in? Yeah, it's nuts. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Real quick. Can we talk about the TikTok thing with the kids? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, it's the best thing I don't, ever. I don't usually say this, but I love kids. <laughs> I also love kids. I saw this tweet from some dude in fucking like England and his kid bought what from England reserved three tickets. So this was like a worldwide thing. Oh, my God. I know. And they're so slick about it. Like nobody knew about this until it happened. That was insane. It's, that was so fucking smart and clever and like the best type of like protesting that I've seen. It's like the biggest troll on Donald oh, Trump. I so just, good. I can't. It It's going to bring <sighs> me joy, I think, probably for the rest of my life. And what's so great is that we're having a lot of younger people run for, you know, Congress, State Senate, you know, mm-hmm. all these different local offices also. And they all know how to use the internet. Yeah. yeah. I just feel like this is going to be amazing. Yeah, yeah, that honestly showed how powerful social media can be used the right way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So what are we going to talk about today? Today we're going to talk about vajazzling. Um, no, well, kind of. We're going to talk about how to, like, dress up your vagina, essentially designer vaginas. I'm mostly D- going to talk about vajazzling. D- <laughs> Between her thighs. 
Designer vaginas. Designer okay, vagina. Well, that's perfect because if you want to talk about vajazzling, I have some other things that people are doing with their vaginas. So I just want to say that I support vajazzling. Um, I think vajazzling is perfectly fine. But some of the other things that I found about how to uh, decorate your vagina are are not okay. <laughs> oh, great. So this will be like a la what not to put in your vagina. Yes, essentially. Cool. And it, instead of what not to put in your vagina, it's what not to put on your vulva. <laughs> perfect. All right. All right. Do you want to start with vajazzling? Yeah, I've got actually a lot about vajazzling. Okay, cool. Well, before you bring up vajazzling, can I just talk to you about how there is also pajazzling? Uh, yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you want to talk about what vajazzling is and then I'll follow it up with pajazzling? Sure. Okay. <laughs> what is a vajazzle? Um, <laughs> vajazzling is... Da- what is it? What is a vajazzle? Just one singular vajazzle. Uh, just one Singular vajazzling is decorating your vulva with rhinestones. Um, mm-hmm. So you have to like remove your pubic hair or whatever first because otherwise the adhesive won't stick properly. You also have to plan ahead because you really shouldn't vajazzle uh, less than 24 hours after hair removal. <laughs> So word to the wise, if you plan to vajazzle, just make sure that you schedule your wax and your vajazzle a day apart. Don't vajazzle and wax. No, no. Dangerous. No, this is not something for a twofer. <laughs> not at all. Don't, um, drink and di- don't drink and drive. Don't vajazzle and wax. <laughs> so what's a pajazzle? Oh, man. A pajazzle is the male version of vajazzling. So it's basically a beauty treatment where you you get your privates waxed and the hair is replaced by sparkly things just on your penis. But is it actually on your penis, though? Uh, no. It seems like it's, uh, for them, it's either on, like, the bikini line or above. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did see some photos. I didn't go too in-depth about it. But I did see a couple, like, magazine photos where men have, like, disco ball penises. That's so I guess awesome. With as with anything, you can go as extreme as you want to. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, you know, I would think that, uh, you know, having sex with a vajazzled penis mm-hmm, mm-hmm, might I, I, I hear where you're going. Hear cause you're going. some micro tears, right? Right. Um, yes. Which mm. is a thing I wouldn't advise. Doesn't seem yeah. comfortable, but you know, teach his or her own. Sure, for sure. I mean, listen, I I haven't had sex in a really long time, and if I had a penis right now, I w- I might be like, well, fuck it. I'm I'm quarantined. I'm single. Mm-hmm. I'll make I'll make my dick look like a penis, or I'll make my penis look like a disco ball. A dicko ball. A dicko ball. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, oh, that's awesome. So though, I, I, I just this part though. So face to face waxing does uh, pajazzling. And they have on their menu the marble sack and shaft, which is exactly what you think it is on the waxing menu. That's amazing. How much does it cost? Ooh, solid question. How much is the marble sack and <laughs> and shaft? Right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. How much is it? This is the information that people need. I think this is the, this is what people need to know. Yeah. Um. I don't know. You go, and I'm going to tell you how much it is. Okay, cool. I'll, when I find it. So, uh, here's some stuff about the dazzling that you may or may not know. So, 
the person who popularized the vajazzle here in the United States was the one and only Jennifer Love Hewitt of I Know What You Did Last Summer fame. She was in that, right? What are you waiting for? <laughs> she wrote Vajazzle! A- Vajazzling! <laughs> um, she wrote a book, a dating advice book called The Day I Shot Cupid. And after uh, she uh, had a breakup with somebody, she was feeling really crummy. And her anesthetician said to her, this is something you might like to make you, you know, to go along with your spray tan. So Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. this is a quote from the book. She said, the lack of traffic on my hoo-ha highway at that moment and my fear of lying sober and naked while a woman put crystals on my little lady made me hesitate. But then she decided to try it. And she said, the once pale, sad girl who couldn't figure out how to move on from her breakup had transformed into a bronzed sex goddess with the prettiest hoo-ha in the neighborhood. (laughs) Um, so after she talked about it on national TV, requests for, for requests for vajazzles skyrocketed. I found out this is awesome that she still occasionally vajazzles when she goes to the OBGYN for funnies. Yeah, because it's hilarious. That's the best idea I've ever heard. So I have two things here. Yes. Uh, I found out how much the marble sack with shaft, uh, I, I found out how much it is. How much is it? It's uh, $60 for waxing and $70 if you want a sugar. Okay. Which is, like, cheaper than most waxing for women without the bejazzle. Yeah. Oh, wait. But marble sack with shaft, I think, is, like, smoothing it out before you get the bejazzle. Before okay, you okay, get okay. the bejazzle. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So like It's, then... like, what you have to do before you bejazzle. Okay. Because I feel like at least in 2010, bejazzles were, like, between $30 and $75. Okay. So just like, a bejazzle, though. Just the bejazzle. That doesn't count. The waxing doesn't count. No. No. Right. But like if you bought it as a two pack, would you mm-hmm. would they make you come back the next day? Because as we talked about earlier, the adhesive could cause allergic reactions. So true. Yeah, it can't come as a package. Yeah. <laughs> package. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so the other thing that I have is that the author of Vagina Buffet said that uh she once had a pilot ask her to wax his wife's pubes into a runway and then lined the sides with Swarovski crystals. Oh, so it was actually a landing strip. And she could wave him in after his long haul flights. Wow. <laughs> that is kind of fantastic, actually. <laughs> that is, honestly, I'm, that's my soulmate. That husband, soulmate. <laughs> I'm like imagining her being like a flight attendant, you know, directing him. Towards yeah. the, egg, the entrance and the exit, yeah. you know? Absolutely. That's fantastic. Oh my God, that's so good. <laughs> yeah. No, that's genius. Because then it looks like the light's on the side. You can really see where you're going. Yeah. It's <laughs> beautiful. You don't want to miss the runway. <laughs> that's so fucking good. You know? What else do we need to know about vajazzling? Well, uh, so some people... So Jennifer Love Hewitt, although she's credited with popularizing it, there's like a little bit of a war about who actually came up with vajazzling in the first place. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So, um, uh, Cindy Barshop, who owns Completely Bare Spa, who also was a real housewife of New York City, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. claimed that her salon came up with the idea for vajazzling years before Jennifer Love Hewitt wrote about it. And what they originally called it was Completely Bare with a Flair. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then, so she said, so Jennifer Love Hugh was 2010. She says before that they came up with it. But then Amy Childs, who was in The Only Way is Essex, uh, she's known for bringing vajazzling into the UK. Um, and she thinks that she will always be known as the vajazzle queen. So 
I learned by reading The Mirror that even though she popularized the vajazzle on television, she'd never actually been vajazzled herself <gasps> until 2011 when she got vajazzled for The Mirror, but she also got like boob vajazzled. Okay. So okay. like she basically was where it was like almost is, like body. Isn't that just bedazzled? Boob bazzled? Boob dazzled? Boob bedazzled? No, I don't, you know, I don't know. There's so many possibilities, but it's basically. It's going to come to me. I know it will. I know it will. This is going to come to me. Your job for sure. But yeah, so basically she wore like a, a bedazzle slash vajazzle outfit kind of for the mirror. Mm-hmm. And then um, there was Arezu Kayani, who's a Persian born beautician. And she says that she had invented bejazzling like 15 years before Childs began talking about it on TV, which would mean that she had started bejazzling like in the mid 90s. Okay, I could see it. I could see that. Can I also just say that like, through this whole thing, I was like, almost expecting to find a historical link to how Cleopatra bejazzled. I mean, that's the thing is like all these people being like, well, I did it, well, I did it. I'm like, who the fuck probably didn't try to put gems on their vagina at yeah. some point yeah. in the past? Yeah. And you so... know that bitch bejazzled. Cleopatra did all that shit. Of course Cleopatra bedazzled. <laughs> bedazzled. She probably did it, dazzled all of it. I bet she did. Um, you know, like, you know Cleopatra did that shit. Yeah. So this is actually my favorite thing that I learned. Um, this woman, Frances Goodman, she did an entire show uh, in 2012 called the Bejazzling Series. Mm-hmm. Um, she's she's based in South Africa, and she would bejazzle strangers with these really super, super intricate designs. And then she would photograph them. So when she was asked, so she was emailing with this woman from The Cut. Um, and when she was asked why she was interested in doing the series around bejazzling, she said, what fascinated me about bejazzling was the process of revealing your pubic area in order to, them, to then conceal it again. But the bejazzles, um, which are sold as a dating tool, are made up of stones and reminded me of armor. I thought of how getting ready for a date is like getting ready for battle. A blinged-up vulva is just oh my the God. latest weaponry we're sold. Oh my God, I love that. Yeah. That's fucking amazing. I then went to her webpage because it's still up with all the pictures. They're really awesome. And she said that she had originally proposed her project as a critique of the media and the complicity of women as targets. But through vajazzling, she vajazzled 15 different women over six weeks. She found that her project had been kind of complicated by the women. So this was her quote. They'd internalized my project, appropriated it, and loaded it with their own issues and histories. Whilst their personal celebration and empowerment reinforced the problematic relationships women have with their bodies, it was still a celebration, and they still felt empowered, regardless of what I had to say about it. I mean, I think that she has complicated feelings about it, but like that basically she she set out to prove one thing and found that through putting out a call and the women that came to see her, it Mm -hmm. ended up with a really different narrative than what she expected. So like one of the women that she photographed was a Muslim woman and she, I didn't know this, uh, she said that it's compulsory to remove pubic hair um, and that she felt insecure about her genitals after having kids. She had four kids. So she found the process of doing this like very liberating and kind of reacquainted her with her genitals. There was another woman who did it who was a homicide detective, which was like, what? Right. And then another one who was uh, a lesbian who came in to try and show other lesbian the beauty in their femininity. And what's interesting about this is that like South Africa has such a complicated relationship with gay folks and Mm -hmm. like there's a lot of corrective rapes and things that happen there Mm -hmm. so she said um this is a quote by this woman 
In our community, lesbians are being targeted and collectively raped by men who feel threatened. The rape doesn't end the ordeal. These lesbians are brutally beaten, scarred, and often murdered after their corrective rapes. This is my protest against the ritual. Just because this part of the body can be violated doesn't mean it is also defeminized. And I found that just so interesting because here we are talking about like crystals as just like a fun thing that Jennifer Love Hewitt wrote about and popularized. And now it gets into this like super like political statement of empowerment. Totally. Yeah. It's, it's empowering. And even like on a smaller scale of like just drawing attention to it. I mean, it, I think we forget that it hasn't been that recent that people felt even comfortable saying the word vulva or vagina. And so like kind of drawing attention to it and, you know, visibly, and then also just being able to talk about it with people, even if it is like kind of a funny thing, like that's kind of sometimes how you open the conversation is to like, have something kind of humorous yeah. that opens the conversation about like and focus to something that you often ignore. I mean, we can talk about how people often don't look at their vulvas or vaginas until how how old, you know, like I didn't specifically look at it because I was ashamed of it. Right. But like maybe vajazzling is like a way to get people more excited about looking. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, obviously, I would love for people to do it with. I mean, vajazzle away, but yeah. obviously I'd love for people to like not be ashamed and be able to look at it at all, but that's just not the reality of it. So if this is a way for more people to be like, oh yeah, this is awesome. <laughs> My vulva's fucking dope as yeah. shit. Vajazzle do your it. queens. Throw Queen. some glitter and sparkles on that baby. Sparkle it Do up. it. I love it. Do it up. So that's what I have on vajazzling, which is right, a lot cool. more than I ever thought I would find, to be honest I with feel you. like we should have started with me because my stuff's not so nice. <laughs> Uh, but it, it, it goes into like vulva shame, honestly, which is one of the items that I found is that if your labia is not as pink as you want it to be, you can get some, some like vulva blush. Oh no. Because women are putting makeup on their labia to make it seem rosier and brighter, which is another problem because not all vulvas are pink or reddish. Right. Um, they're all, well, I was going to say all different colors. I would hate to see a neon green one but (laughs) (laughs) you know there's like purple and pink and you know there's all different colors but it's called my pink button for a temporary fix and then if you want something a little more permanent you can add labia bleaching cream i knew you were gonna say bleaching (sighs) which is like but it's like we should have known because people do like when i was i don't know if you noticed this when you were traveling through asia but like i saw a lot of ads for like skin bleaching and Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff so it's actually unfortunately not that surprising which makes me really sad not at all uh uh yeah and for an even more permanent fix pink button has genital dye which i guess is essentially bleaching cream so this is yeah more for for like dyeing your genitals which i cannot say enough do not do that don't do that i remember a while back we read that whole reddit thread on somebody who tried to mare their pubic hair and like it was a disaster yeah and like, don't don't do it don't do it don't do it (laughs) so you can do also stencils and stuff so there's vagina stenciling um you could get the various but standard waxing treatments like Mm -hmm. the landing strip like we talked about earlier or a triangle um or you can get lightning bolts stars hearts maybe a dinosaur uh that sounds fantastic but apparently they have to be simple shapes. So I don't know if I could get a dinosaur, but whatever. Well, maybe, you can maybe like a very basic stegosaurus. I was thinking a T-Rex. I feel like that's pretty simple. Uh, like a cartoon one? 
Yeah, maybe. I just was see a stegosaurus I was thinking about because it's basically like a triangle with like two little things and some legs. True. True. Yeah. Um, could be like an abstract Yeah. Representation of a stegosaurus. And, and then you can dye it. Yeah. Whatever and then color you, can dye you want it. it. Because yeah. they don't really know even what color all the dinosaurs were, I don't think. They're just, like, basing it off, like, current animals. I could have a magenta dinosaur. Who the fuck yeah. knows? They don't know. Listen, it's your, um, it's your vagina. You make the rules. And you asked about, so you can, obviously, as we said, dye your bush a new color. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can stencil out the section and then dye it. But apparently, Be- Betty Beauty is the place to go if anybody wants to do that. Word is, a word on the street is that Ben Stiller, Jack Black, and Sean P. Diddy Combs all dye their junk with Betty Beauty dyes. Really? What Wait. Co- I wonder what color. P. Diddy's not P. Diddy anymore, is he? I don't know. I feel like he's changed his name a few times. That's what I thought. He was like no. Puffy, he was Puff Daddy, he was P. Diddy. Who's he now? No, okay, he's P. Diddy now. He's P. Diddy. He's mm-hmm. staying mm-hmm. at P. Diddy. Yeah. Okay. His Instagram is at Diddy, so maybe he's just a Diddy. <laughs> One single Diddy. Just a single Diddy. <laughs> I'm so not up to date with pop culture at all. <laughs> Neither am I. I think that's all right. <laughs> I think that's all right. Well, cool. I mean, I feel like we just learned a lot about bejazzling and other stuff. So true. I feel like, see, I always think that I want to like dye my hair something fun, but you always have to bleach it. This is why I really do like having dark hair mostly, but sometimes I wish I had light hair so that I could just yeah. like randomly dye it a fun color. And if that was the case, I would randomly dye my pubic hair. I would. Yeah, because it's just so intense to have to bleach Especially down by my vulva, I'm, like, a little hesitant to be bleaching shit down there. No, I would never do it. Just because I think it would be, like, so fun to be like, surprise! You know? (laughs) That's what we have Merkins for. That is what we have Merkins for. As a podcast network, our first priority has always been audio and the stories we're able to share with you. But we also sell merch, and organizing that was made both possible and easy with Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell and grow at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. They have an all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system, so wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. Shopify has allowed us to share something tangible with the podcast community we've built here, selling our beanies, sweatshirts, and mugs to fans of our shows without taking up too much time from all the other work we do to bring you even more great content. And it's not just us. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Shopify is also the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash realm, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash R-E-A-L-M now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash realm. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. 
Get in, loser. Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. All right, do you want to do alpaca facts? Yeah, we're going to talk about alpacas. Because we thought that it'd be cool to talk about something chill. Uh, so they were originally domesticated by the Incas more than 6,000 years ago. Which what? is, yeah. Apparently, it's the alpaca fiber has like superhero characteristics, this says. And so only the elite and the nobility would um, wear fleece made out of alpaca fiber. <gasps> Typoallergenic. What do I got? Uh, they hum and haw and orgle. What's an orgle? I don't what know. Is it sounds like uh, it sounds like what's that yodeling? If what if alpacas yodeled? That'd be so funny. So that's the most common sound that alpacas make. They hum when they are curious, content, worried, bored, fearful, distressed, or cautious. So many things. They also orgle during sex, I guess, because I just found a video. <gasps> <laughs> but what is orgling? Is that like is that only for sex? Uh, well, I looked up orgle alpaca. And the first thing that came up was alpacas orgling while they mate, which is a YouTube video. Um, yeah, I think that's I what they that's... do. It. I think that's what they do. I think they orgle. I think they orgle. Yeah. Okay. An orgle is a glutteral vocal sound produced by a male alpaca or llama during copulation. So, like, alpacas are the only thing that orgle. Yeah. Nothing else orgles. Llamas also orgle. It's like the next time that I'm having sex with a dude, I should be like, stop orgling at me. Yes. It helps to like, induce ovulation. Wow. That's, yeah, so definitely stop orgling don't at me. Don't orgle. But don't, we don't want the alpacas to stop orgling. No. Because they we can want keep out. More, they can, more alpacas. I want more alpacas. Exactly. I think what we need in this world is more alpacas. Uh, but so, yeah, so when they're startled or in danger, a staccato, staccato, they start braying. <laughs> I'm just going to say braying. Is <laughs> <laughs> started by one animal, then followed by the rest of the herd in the direction of the potential threat. Oh, cool. Wow. Um, and yeah, here, yeah, during breeding, the male alpaca Romeo emits a unique throaty vocalization, vocalization called orgling. And orgle. So they are flame and water resistant. I mean, probably not the animal themselves, but their, um, their fiber is. So, mm. so like you could, so it's like good for making stuff out of because it won't catch on fire and it wicks mm-hmm. away moisture because of its oh, dope. unique ability to mimic cotton in moisture. So yeah. cool. So it feels so alpaca fiber feels lighter than wool, but warmer than cotton in cool and damp climates. So instead of getting smart wool, we should be wearing smart alpaca. Uh, they share a bathroom. Alpacas use a communal dung pile where Ew. they do not graze. Oh, so they're so smart. Oh. Uh, because of their predisposition for using a dung pile, some alpacas have been successfully house trained. Oh my God! Yeah, what a great pet. Yeah, maybe that's what you need. An alpaca. An alpaca. No, I need a dog, Rebecca. I need a fucking dog. Named Alpaca? Named Alpaca. Ooh, that's a really good name. <laughs> oh, no. They can mix and match. Alpacas and llamas and llamas can crossbreed, but it's not like uh, horses and donkeys. Like, I guess that they make a huariso, which has longer fleece, um, but they're not like how mules are unable to have babies. Mm-hmm. Alpacas are cool. Alpacas are cool. Alpacas and vajazzling for the win. 
Thanks for listening to Welcome to My Vagina. It's time for us to slide on out of here. <laughs> you can find us on Instagram at Welcome to My Vagina. On Twitter at Welcome to My Vag. Soon to be on Medium. You can donate to us at Patreon, LiberaPay, PayPal, and uh, Venmo at Welcome to My Vagina. Yeah, become a monthly subscriber. Yeah, yeah, go to welcometmyvagina.com and become a subscriber to our newsletter as mm-hmm. well. You can email us at welcometmyvagina at gmail.com. We like questions and fan art and jingles. And suggestions for future episodes. True. Check out Jesse's awesome videos at on YouTube. Just search for Welcome to My Vagina. Check out Rebecca's awesome writing at franklyrebecca.com. And head on over to morebanana.com to check out all of the awesome projects by our production company. Yeah. And thanks, Kate. Thanks, Kate, for being our amazing, dope-ass fucking producer. (laughs) Cool.